Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of Simon's Pro Wrestling Show. My name is Simon Miller and of course, I'm sure you figured out why we're doing this today. And we'll get into it in one just second before we do some uh, housekeeping as always. Uh, thank you to everyone on the Patreon, patreon.com forward to Simon316 who makes this possible. You can all head over there now and even you can throw a dollar in the mix, it helps. And do please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Simon316 and check out the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward to the Miller Report Rules because there you can watch more of my content such as these podcasts themselves and other wrestling gaming vlogs all kind of nonsense uh today i am very happy to say if you don't know in, in these episodes i always try and get a patreon on to give something back and i got my man craig on today craig how you doing you good i'm very good simon thank you no, it's a pleasure to be on absolutely dude it's a pleasure to have you dude you've been uh, very kind to me as, as as we talked about earlier but we won't get into that so dude we are going to talk about last night's episode of raw again we had a brief chat about that and you'd already said something wonderful i was like good we can talk about this the man the man has opinions but before <laughs> we do like i always say to people that come on it's always good to get a, a background uh, get your experience when it comes to pro wrestling because i think that kind of opens up yeah, I think it. I think it shows other fans where you fit in in the crazy world of wrestling. So just let me know right. dude, when did you start watching it. How did you start watching it? Give me your story when it comes to it comes to WWE. So the very first time I can remember watching it would be I think it was Wrestle whatever the WrestleMania. I think it's three, the one with uh, Savage and Steamboat. Oh wow! So um, good, good start. Yeah. So. You know, I was a little kid, and um, my neighbor at the time, they uh, had bought the pay-per-view and invited us over. And so I remember going over and watching it and being like, wow, this is this is quite amazing. Um, and I just, you know, it was something I, had, I maybe had seen before, but it was it definitely grabbed me. And it was I was like the perfect age for it. And, um, you know, it's just the spectacle of, of people <laughs> in a wrestling match in, you know, with these bright colors and all this stuff and you just get sucked in. And, um, I, I specifically remember the Savage and, and Steamboat one because I had to go home cause it was getting late. And I remember getting up the next morning asking my, my friend like who won. And I was like, wow, it's kind of like what I would do if, with a local sports team, you know? And it was like, ah, I'm totally into this thing. And, um, you know, you just kind of, I watched from there whenever I could, you know, whatever they had for WWF or WWE had for, uh, for their shows, you would, I would watch. And, um, yeah, it was just, it kind of snuck in, it just snuck into me, into my life. Um, you know, I'm not a huge, I, yeah, no, it's wrestling is big to me. Um, but it was always one of those things that I, you know, you'd watch on the slide and you were like, you know, do I tell people I watch wrestling? And then, but you know, when you do, you find out there's a lot of wrestling fans. Oh yeah, <laughs> when you do that. I like the fact. I think we've talked about this before, but I like the fact that you mentioned um, the, the bright lights and things like that. Because I think people right. forget how important that is when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. When you're a kid, and it's like when it's like you know, for example, it ties right now into Bray Wyatt's Firefly Funhouse. 
Right. You know, the reason they have whacked that contrast right up is because that's what kids' shows do. Because kids, when they turn on, the first thing they see, oh, it's all shiny and exciting. And what does this mean? Same with superheroes, right? Superheroes right. are all right, bright costumes. And I think we forget about that. And this ties into things we're going to talk about later. And as adults, of course, you're going to watch it differently. But every now and then, I think it'd be really cool if we did step back and remind ourselves of the glitz and glamour that we appreciate when we're kids. I'm not saying don't be critical, but I think right. it's always nice to remember your roots. Just my opinion. I always think that. Oh, and I totally agree. I mean, I, the the whole Bray Wyatt segment, uh, I was talking to a friend at work, and he asked me what I thought about it. And and it's I, I told him when, I, when it first came on for like the first 10 seconds, I kind of cringed. And then I'm like, oh, this is such a great little like take on the whole children's show watching, you know, as a little kid. And, and then it's, you know, Bray Wyatt does such a great job with his character. I just bought right in right after, you know, I cringed. I was like, Oh, this is, this is good. This could be good. This could be really good. Yeah. And, and um, we, right, we can use yeah. it as a, as a transition as well. So I know I've cut you off, but I want to, I want to grab no, no, you. No, no, no. But, but, um, but I mean, when, when you're a little kid, whatever you're a big fan of that kind of, for me, it kind of just goes on into adulthood and you're just like, yeah, you know, you remember when that, you know, I used to watch this thing as a little kid and people, you know, who are younger, like, I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. And, uh, you're like, Oh, you should totally check it out. You know, the transformers were great when I was a little kid and you know, people, <laughs> they'll just look at you like you're crazy, but that stuff sticks with you as a child because it's, it's your childhood, you know, memories. Exactly. And, and that's one of the reasons I think why we do reinvest interesting at a certain point is because, mm-hmm. again, nostalgia and that it opens itself up, right? You're like, oh, wow. I, right. I, I, it's basically, we, we love it because we remind ourselves of being a kid. And maybe that's why exactly. we get so mad about it as well, because we want it. It's never going to be, I hate to be the guy that to spoil this for everyone, it's never going to be as good as when you were a child. <laughs> right. Because you're not a child anymore. Like, as much as you want, it's, resting is never as good as that first time when you watch it and you just believe. And we'd love it sure. to be true, but unfortunately it won't. I agree with that. I can definitely agree with that. But like when, you know, I'm watching these, I've gone back and watched a lot of these old WrestleManias and stuff like that. When you're a little kid and you see like demolition come out for me, I was just like, wow, this is like, this is amazing. Um, or the rockers or, you know, stuff like that. And I wasn't a Hulk Hogan fan, but you know, the bright reds and yellows, I mean, they're bit, they're larger than life. And so, yeah, it just sticks with you forever. It does. At least for me. Well, you (laughs) you mentioned Bray Wyatt, and you mentioned how he has done something that has has stirred something up inside of you where you know that you want to to see where it's going to go, right? Right. And that ties into Raw. So we're just going to get into it. And obviously, today's... theme of the show is you know just how bad was <laughs> last night's episode <laughs> of raw and right. my my biggest issue with it and i'm going to get into it, i have a lot to say uh, my biggest issue with it is that the, the bray white thing stands out double for me because we don't have anything else like that like, i remember when, every time when i sit down to raw mostly these days i actually forget what happened last week that's half me half wwe but as soon as i right. remind myself that bray white is like, oh, i wonder what he's going to do and it doesn't have that feel and I think yes. that's the same – that's an issue I think people are actually having without maybe identifying it is there is no – aside from – I will talk about specifically – no, I have to do this other way around. Right. So if you don't know, on last night's episode of Raw, they introduced <laughs> a wild card system, which means <laughs> a, 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 an, indeterm- an undetermined amount of people can now move from Raw to SmackDown. 
uh, on right. a whim. They said it was going to be three, but by the end of the show, it was four. So I'm like, well, maybe it's forty two thousand seven hundred and three. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, there, there is no way. There is no way. There is no way of knowing. So there is now some intrigue when it comes to SmackDown because you want maybe more from a train wreck point of view. You want right, exactly. Yeah, you want to see who's going to jump across and how this is going to transpire. But if you actually look at Raw for what it was, yep. Why would you tune was, in next week? Why would you if you're into storylines and you treat right. wrestling like a soap opera, why would you tune in? I have no answer. No, and that, and that was the th- so I watched the first segment and and I, that's exactly what I was thinking like what's the, and you see it on Vince's face. Like and I know he's playing a character, but it just it felt so like I'm just throwing all this stuff against the wall. You guys aren't going to care next week, and we'll just keep throwing stuff against the wall. And and so that's been my problem for a while now with Raw, and you know, not SmackDown as much, but there's no continuity with their storylines. And so every week it seems like they're pressing the reset button, the reset button. And so it's it's I'm I, as much as I want to keep watching, I'm like, well, what's the point of watching this every week if they're just gonna just just keep resetting it, it seems. Hmm? Uh, totally. And I, I got, I've already got flack for this, but I think it's only fair to say I give some credit to WWE for at least acknowledging their awful ratings last week. Yeah. Like, because in the past, they, they, this is true, they have said stuff like, oh, no, it's not. It's, it's because the weather was bad. Like, they have done <laughs> stuff. But do you know what I mean? They have, right? They've been like, oh, right. no, it's because... And you, and you listen to it and you think, well, I don't necessarily believe that WWE. It sounds like you're saving face, which I get you want to do. You're a business. You've got stockholders. So I do think it's important that WWE said to themselves, we need to do something different. And that's why I want to be leaning on them because I never want to be the fan that sits here throwing their toys out the pram saying, do something different, do something different. And they do. And you go, well, I meant something else. Because then right, I, it wasn't exactly what I wanted yeah, you because, <laughs> to do. Because then what are you even doing, man? You're lost. And again, I always like to reaffirm this because I know some people respond badly to that. I'm not saying we can't be critics. I'm not saying that WWE has got this right. They haven't. I don't think right. the, uh, what are we call it, the wild card. I don't think the wild card is the answer at all. In fact, I think the brand split in general makes no difference to anything, hence the numbers being what they are. Right. But... I, 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 I want to I, I keep it in perspective, too, mostly because it is just wrestling. And I love wrestling. It's my biggest passion. But I don't want to get to the point where I'm watching this stuff to get mad. And- well, and that's, and that's one of the things that, I, that drew me to you is, is that opinion of it. Like, I, listen, I, I understand what rest, professional wrestling is. Uh, it's, it, you explain it to somebody who's not a wrestling fan and, and it, you get the look on their face and you're like, yeah, I know it's ridiculous, but I'm entertained by it. So at the end of the day, I don't want to get annoyed by it. And so, yeah, I can be critical of it. And I'll, you know, I'll talk to my friends who, who watch it as well. and We'll be critical, but if I'm going to get angry at it, then I turn it off. Um, or I'm not in a good spot and then I definitely need to turn it off because that's not good for me personally. Um, but I haven't been that way. So it's, you know, it's just, you kind of just roll your eyes and you're like, wow, what are you guys doing? Like you just, you're, you have all this talent. What are you doing? Mm. Like, no, I do. And, and I agree with that, man. I actually think the way you approach it is really healthy. Like I, I really, really do. And I've got no people 
I got no problem with people shouting at each other about the product, but when they start shouting sure. at, at each other, that that's the difference. So what I mean by that is, if we sit here and go, "Oh, Raw was crap," you yeah, it was, and then I go, "Oh, but I like this bit," and you go, "Nah, mate, you're an idiot." Then I'm like, "Well, no, 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 no." That's now, now, now yeah. we, we've fallen off where I, I, I think we should be. But tell me, man. So you what you tuned into Raw last night? Where was the tipping point? What was it that you saw where you went, "No, I'm not watching this. I'm out." It really was the big. Well, what first? I'm not a Roman Reigns fan. So, but I understand them bringing him back, uh, and because he brings in he brings in people to watch. So, all right. So he came in, and and I was intrigued with you know him, kind of just speaking the truth, and I was intrigued as to see where it was going to go. And then you know they bring out Daniel Bryan, which was nice to see, and then they bring out Kofi, which is nice to see. But then I'm like, you're not addressing this issue that Roman brought up. I don't you know, and then you're just throwing in this wild card thing. So I feel like they're just going, hey, we're going we're gonna to acknowledge that our ratings are atrocious. But now, you know, we did that real quick. So now here's this wild card thing. So, you know, here's our big, big, big problem. But here's this shiny new little object over here. We hope you guys don't pay attention to our big problem. You know what I mean? No, yeah. It's just, uh, and so at that point, I, I, that's when I really rolled my eyes and I'm like, I'll watch this tomorrow. <laughs> and, uh, like, I, I, I can go do more fun things and more important things for me. And um, so, yeah, uh, and, and I've gone back and, and read some review, you know, some overviews of it. Um, but it was but it was right at the beginning. And, you know, and I was thinking like w- like we you've touched on what does this wild card mean? How many people are going to show up? It is intriguing in, as in a train wreck, like you said. Um, so I'll watch and I'll be like, okay, but are they going to stick with it? And, and is there a storyline, I guess, that's going to come out of this? And I just, I don't think there is. I don't know. That's exact. I'm glad you said that because that's exactly where I wanted to go with it. It's a quick fix, right? Right. It's a quick fix that may sound good on paper, I guess, but doesn't at the same time. But the the, the point is what we actually want is we want long-term storylines. We want things we can buy in emotionally and my big comparison at the moment, I think I've got a What Culture video going up where I address this, is everything that happened with CM Punk back in 2011. CM Punk I'm didn't glad you do, brought that up. Well, but CM Punk <laughs> didn't do anything revolutionary back there. Uh, I know that the right. promo he cut felt revolutionary because WWE didn't usually break the fourth wall like that. But even when you take all those little inconsistencies out of it, the reason people liked it is because, one, I am literally quoting my video now, but one, he said, <laughs> a, he did, he said a load of things that fans wanted to hear. And yep. two... Because of that, they supported him. That's all it was. It wasn't like yep. it wasn't like it was some special time in 2011 where you could do this, but you can't do it now. Of course you can. But yep. it's all about coming up with the with the idea to begin with and accepting that it's not going to change overnight. And to me, they believe doing a wild card will make everyone go, oh, I'm going to tune in now. But that won't happen because, A, we don't know the rules are. Like, I really want to know, does that mean, let's say Roman Reigns, is he on Raw for a week, a month, a year? I don't, right. can he just go back and forth? And again, is it three people? Is it four people? Are you going to make it five if it suits the storyline? What I really would like, and this is, again, something that I really wanted to get across in ups and downs, but everyone was too mad because I was giving ups to good promos. But <laughs> it was, <laughs> How what, dare you? I know, I know. What I really wanted to see was, 
you know, in the Roman Reigns Drew McIntyre match, which I thought was a decent match, you wouldn't have seen that because it was later on in the show. It was nothing revolutionary, yep. but I thought it was better than a WrestleMania encounter. I wanted to see a winner because I thought if I see Roman Reigns or Drew win, I know that we've turned a corner when it comes to WWE because they've obviously come up with something and say, okay, we can do this, we can do that. And instead, what happened is Shane McMahon and Elias interfered, which was doubly annoying because it turned out they weren't part of the wild card. So why were they even there? Who opened the door? But Right. The, I, so, no, but that, and, and so this 50 50 booking is another problem. Like you said, like, just pick a winner. Go pick, pick, pick someone, and that will continue the storyline. I feel like they're afraid to pull the trigger on certain wrestlers, and, and, and they feel like it's going to hurt other ones. Um, whoever, like, if you have Drew beat Roman, are they afraid that that's going to hurt Roman? It, I don't think it will at all. Uh, and then, you know, you can build up McIntyre. Um, but they continually do that. And, and that's the other thing that, that pulls me away from it or doesn't get me into it as much. It's like you have one person win one week, you have another person win the next week, or you just have a disqualification, like you just said. And it's like, well, what did I just watch? Like, <laughs> like, what's the point here? Come yeah. on. No, you're totally right as well. That's the thing. When you're a fan and you're questioning what you're watching, and then you slowly realize the reason you're questioning it is because WWE doesn't know. You know, that's, right. why, that's why it went from three to four, because clearly at some point someone went, oh, actually, no, four's better. You know, <laughs> or, or, yeah. or something like that. Then you can't, you can't invest. And also, I've only just seen a superstar shake-up or whatever they're calling it. So right. I, I can't get that excited. Oh, wow, what a fundamental change to wrestling. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I just, there's no quick fix. That's my big thing. There is no, there is no quick fix. And that's why, like you just said, that even if Roman Reigns was booked to go over Drew, which would have been annoying, because again, I think there's a more interesting story with Roman losing. You know, he comes to Raw and Drew McIntyre, even though it would be him getting his win back from WrestleMania, still, it's a clean pin uh, on Raw. I think it, as long as you tell that story after the fact, then everything yes. is going to be okay. I mean, I always go back to Steve Austin versus Bret Hart from WrestleMania 13. Steve Austin lost in, yep. you know, and did it hurt him? No, not at all. Yeah. Because and, and, you know, people nowadays, I love the, you know, the, the retroactive, oh, but WWE knew what they were doing. Then No, they didn't. That was meant to right. be Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart. And they just, right. they just threw Steve Austin in a submission match. He, <laughs> he found out watching television and he lost his shit because he was like, I don't have any submissions. Why am I being right. booked in this match? So it goes to show that it's not always, you know, y- you can book people in situations that on paper you go, but why would they lose? But ultimately it'd be like, because of X, Y, and Z. As long as you've got the X, Y, and Z in place, and this is why I try, and I'm running out of, I understand I'm running out of goodwill now, but this is why I try and always <laughs> give WWE the benefit of the doubt. Because if in a year's time we look back and go, wow, the wildcard thing was the best thing ever then we, we shouldn't have reacted as we did. Although I understand that we do because it's Boy Who Cried Wolf and WWE are way past that now. Right. And I think that's the thing that, that, that they have set it up where we're going to do that as fans. But which, uh, okay, that's fine. But yeah, just if you play it out, like, you, like you've said, if story, nothing's going to change overnight. Nothing ever does. And so if, if you just play it out, and you show me that you're going to have that thing, that, that storyline thread through, then I'll give, you know, I'll, Hey, I'll, I'll keep watching. That's all I need. I just need that little, that little thread of, 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 of the story to keep going. And, and, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm the fan, type of fan who's going to just keep watching. But if you're not going to do that, then, then it's going to be hard to do it. You to keep watching. 
No, I, I totally. But, I, I, you're right. I mean, you are right. I mean, I don't think it was the worst episode of Raw I've ever seen. I just don't. Um, I, I, no, I, I can't imagine it was. But you know, I, I think it's like you said, the boy who cried wolf. We're just like, okay, here it is again. Like, we're not dummies here. Like, <laughs> do something. But I mean, look at look at the Daniel Bryan storyline. I mean, when and it culminates at WrestleMania 30. That took a while to build. Yeah. And it was great when yeah. it finally finished. Um, I was thinking about the, going back and watching these old WrestleManias. The Wrestle, what is it? WrestleMania five, four, five, and six. You have Savage win the title and then, you know, and then he loses to Hogan the following year. And then, you know, he gets back to, uh, with Elizabeth at WrestleMania six, I think it was. And that's like a three year arc of, of Savage's story. Of like you know he, he he gets the title and then he goes he turns heel and then he redeems himself at you know three years later or two years later um, that's a you know that's a nice long story or Champa and Gargano um, so I'm all I'm all in if you're gonna have that long story play out um, just just show it to me to make sure make sure you're doing it and 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 I'll keep watching that's it and you know I. I... Do you know about Sami Zayn being thrown in the bin? <laughs> I, yeah, yes, I, I read that, and I'm like, isn't that? Didn't they do that with um, with uh, Owens last year? They like, did. It's just, it just reeks of that again. And that's look, I didn't like it at all. I, I, I yeah. thought I don't ever agree with anyone being thrown in the bin. <laughs> I think it's a really, I think I think it's a really bad idea. People would be surprised right. to hear. And yeah. why, why they decided to do that with Braun Strowman and, and Sami Zayn, and if, whether that's a feud or not, I don't know, because we've done the Sami Zayn-Braun Strowman feud, and as we remembered, it didn't go overly well for Sami Zayn, as it was never <laughs> going to do, because of how WWE sees their wrestlers. But right. I... Because a lot of people were... They seem to be focusing on that a lot, but I think you just hit the nail on the head. I've seen that before, so it's right. hard for me to get really vitriolic and angry. I didn't like it, like I say, but it, it, when we're talking about worst episodes of Raw, I'm like, this is the kind of stuff I expect from WWE. What, exactly. Yeah, what I thought was abs- genuinely awful and that we should we should shine a bigger spotlight on is everything they did with the revival. Because- oh God! Oh, I read that and I and I cringed. I was like, I don't know if I could go watch that. Oh, dude. And that- it- that just reeks of of the, they are clearly leaving when their contracts are up and and WWE is just punishing them constantly until it's until their contracts are over. I mean, they are one of the best tag teams I have ever seen, and and they're treating them like that. And and then you have the Usos who are one of the best tag teams I've ever seen, and you're putting them in a in in a segment like that. I, it's just why don't you just put them in a wrestling match so we can watch them wrestle? <laughs> I don't know. That's a novel idea. But, and it kind of it filters down as well because it makes the revival look bad, but not in the way that the fans hate the revival because they know everyone knows what's going on because the fourth wall broke a very long time ago. Right. It then drags the Usos into it, and the Usos are one of the best tag teams ever. So you're like, okay, why are they, you know, why why are they getting this bad treatment? Right. And then the third thing is none of the fans want to see it because it's crap. So you're like, right. why, why did we do this? And why is it so bad that the Revival want to leave? Like, I understand you can be upset that they want to go, but it is just a job at the end of the day. That happens. And if they don't feel like they're being traded creatively, I'd much rather they just shelved them for six months than actually right. put on actively bad television. So that, to me, is the worst thing about the show, even more than the wild card, because it affected everybody in the show and also, you know, 
just there was you're no, just pu- you're punishing everybody. The only one who doesn't get punished in that is Vince, or and 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 whoever come you know decides to come up with that idea. In my opinion, that's I I'm reading I, I was reading that that segment and I, all I could picture was Vince it, wherever he sits just laughing, going, "This is brilliant on my part. Yeah. I love this." <laughs> and he's like, and "I'm like you. He'd probably be the only one going." Yeah, that's great. Everybody else is like everybody loses in that in doing that to 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 uh, the revival. I don't know. That's just, but that's that's what they do. I don't know. It just it seems like that's what they do. I, I think that's the problem, right? That's what yes. they do. And this kind of actions has now come back to bite them in the ass, as it was always going to, because right. you know. It, when it has, the chickens always come home to roost. You know, having a team that I don't necessarily everybody likes the revival, but I think they're respected. But it's, it's that, like I say, it's that <laughs> the irony, the crap rolling downhill that's really, <laughs> that's really affected them because nobody in that segment, including us watching it, comes out good the other side. The only people that come out worse are WWE. And that's yes. why and I can't see why, like right now, especially when you know your ratings are bad, unless we're all completely wrong. And maybe Vince McMahon thinks this is hilarious. I mean, it's not too different from when Christian and Chris Jericho had ass cream, right? So, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I can, I can, I guess, and there may be some hypocritical stuff there. Maybe some people who are saying they hated this loved it when Christian and Chris Jericho had ass cream. So it all depends on what the intent is. But if it is simply because they don't like, the revival trying to go and they're willing to tank an entire part of their show, then that's the kind of stuff that has to stop now because as we have statistics to back it up, that it's not going to work. Yeah. But you know, they, they're getting all this. WWE is getting all this money. This, this is my perception of it. And and then the way they work, they're getting all this money from the, from Fox and the Saudi deals. And so they're looking at the bottom line right now. And they're like, hey, we're making money. And but like you said, chickens come home to roost or the hen come uh, rooster comes home to roost. And eventually there's not going to be people watching. And so when those contracts and those deals end up, however many years from now, they're going to be in trouble. And maybe they're hoping something else is going to come along. Maybe Roman Reigns is finally going to stick and everybody's going to really love him. Um, but. I don't know, man. It's just I, I think they're looking at, you know, the money they take in now, which is a lot of money. Um, and they can they feel like they, you know, whatever they do is fine. It, that's what that's the way it plays out to me, um, because it none of uh, so many of their segments make no sense to me. Um, you have all this talent on your roster and, you know, you're doing stuff like that to the revival and the Usos or you're not even using wrestlers i mean you you have aj styles and and gallows and anderson and you barely ever have them together you you have finn balor like why wouldn't you put all four of them together i mean that's just my opinion it's something i'd like to see but i mean you keep you don't you don't you just don't use the talent in a way that would seem beneficial or maximize your talent i guess is what i'm trying to say well that's it that's right maximize your talent like if um you know, if, if you really truly believe 
that the revival are of no use to you because they want to leave, then just don't put them on the show. Focus on the people right. that are going to be in your company. You know, as far as we know, the Usos just signed brand new deals. So focus right. on them. Make sure that yeah. they come out the other side smelling of, of roses and not of, right. a, of, what was it, Uso hot? Ice cream. Ice cream, yeah, literally. And, 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 and not ice cream because... <laughs> And I, I really do think that's where a lot of the a lot of the hate and a lot of backlash has come from. Like I'll be honest with you now, I'm still I'm, I always have the Twitter open when I do these podcasts in case anything breaks. I'm just being pelted by people who can't stand the fact that you know because I, I didn't like that, but I happen to think that like I say, there is good parts of Raw. The Kofi Kingston, Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan promos where they're allowed to just look down the lens of a camera in the backstage area and just talk like real people is something that we as wrestling fans have been asking for for a while. And I'm not going right. to I'm not going to sit here and pretend that we should crap all over those two just because we hated other things on the show. I think I'm not saying it's a good episode of Raw. I'm really, really not. But within the badness, there's always stuff that you should be able to to, to, to pick out and, and and sort of highlight. Yeah, yeah. No, and and you know, I, so I know Kofi and, and Daniel Bryan. You know, they they wrestle at the end there, and I'm looking forward to go watching that because I know they can put on a good match. Um, but you know, yeah, I guess I guess we're kind of focusing on the negative too much. But it's just you know, it's for me. I, I'm a you know, a WWE guy, I, I, I know, I, I hear, read about the other promotions and stuff like that. Um, sorry, I got a fire, fire, fire truck. <laughs> it's so good, man. It's so good. Um, but so if, if, if they're kind of just shooting themselves in the foot over and over again, um, it's just, it's, it's hard to watch. It's sad to watch, I guess I should say. It it's is. Just, yeah. It goes back to to Paul Heyman logic, you know. Book book the strengths and you know stay away from the weaknesses. And WWE has now got in, WWE just needs to stop being so. Um, what's the? I can't. Vitriolic's the wrong word. They just need to stop shooting themselves in the foot. You know, yeah. they, they really, really do. They need to, when you, I think when your ratings are down and when you've got other companies at AEW who are potentially on the rise and certainly do have a lot of fan support, you don't want to be doing anything that can be looked badly from a PR point of view. And I understand not well, many fans think about PR, but it's happening all the time. Like one of sure. the reasons w, uh, fans are reacted so badly to this is because they're down on the product and therefore they're down on WWE and that all rolls into one. To the point, no one's talking about how good NXT is right now because they don't care because they're too annoyed about everything that's happened on Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's well. I guess that's everybody has their own opinions, but it's I, it's it's, uh, it's just it's t- uh, yeah. You know, it's been draining and 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 tough as a fan to just see this. It really has, um, and you know, I wonder too, like if the revival just. It, I guess what I'm going to try to say is. If the revival is going to go through all this, and then they leave, and they keep keep saying AEW wherever they go, as for for me, I'm going to want to go see what they do next, wherever they go next, and see if they talk about how badly they were treated. And so that that hurts WWE so much because if I'm thinking that, I would imagine there's quite a few fans who are thinking that. Um, you know, all these wrestlers who have, are leaving or who want to leave, um, I'm rooting for them to leave because they're, you know, I they're not being used properly in, you know, in my opinion. So, you know, I'm going to I'm going to I'll keep watching WWE, I'm sure. 
but I'm going to, it's going to start bringing my attention to wherever these other wrestlers go. And that's, if that makes sense. I'm not, it does. Of course it does. Because you, like, if we didn't, I understand that we're in the minority and I'm sure a lot of people don't even know that the revival wants to leave. You know, that's just because we're, you know, yeah. hardcore yeah. fans or whatever. And we right. like to know, but it will create interest. I can't believe many, many people watched that segment and didn't think that something was a bit awry. And, you know, if that then translates to them going to AEW and people hear about the revival, they're like, oh, right, that makes sense. Again, all of a sudden you're going to sell them on WWE too. Always play, again, huh, the irony, be positive. Right. You know, play, play to your strengths. You do have a great roster. You know, like you said, not everybody likes Roman Reigns, but if you think there's something there and, you know, sure. you, can, you can manipulate that to where it works, you do that. Seth Rollins and AJ Styles, they're great. Again, not very... Uh, not not their highlight this week by any stretch of the imagination, but we all know what's in their locker. And right. you know, then there's guys lower in the card. Like if we could have taken the revival segment out and put something in with Mojo Rawley, or you know, yep. I'm sure there's other guys I'm not even thinking about. But we didn't do that, and instead we've got a. Se- I really do think it's that segment which has you know kind of stabbed this episode of Raw right in the face. I think people would have been far more accommodate, not accommodate. I think it would have been bad regardless, especially the wild card thing. But that to me was the real was the real kicker, the one that got you. And well, and like I said, when I read it, that was the, and and I was, you know, thinking about going when I'm going to go back and watch it. That that's the one that there's there are two things. It's it's that and the wild card and the you know again the wild card. All right, let's see what they do. But you know the revival. It's just like, what's the point? I mean, it, God, if you're going to make it a storyline. All right, I've that's I've been saying this whole time. I want a storyline. It's not the way what would I what I would want, but make something of it. I guess I don't know how you would, <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like I said at the beginning. I just feel like they're throwing everything against the wall, and uh, I don't think anything's sticking. Honestly, no, no, but it's not, and I don't think the rating's going to be any better this week. What would you like to see them do? I know we've touched upon them, but I genuinely. So when you sit down to Raw in, say, six months' time, what can they do to make sure that you don't turn off your television, which, like, you just admitted you did last night? God, well, it, uh, well, you have so many injuries. I mean, I would love to see, I, you know, I've, I'm talking to friends, I, and I would love to see Kofi still be champion. You know, and I, I, feel, I feel like he's going to just be a transitional champion. That's, and I hope he's, you know, not... Um, I would love to see him still be champion and then, you know, something with the new day happen or because that that would to me when like the shield broke up, I, you know, I was never fully invested in the shield. I had just started coming back into wrestling at that point. But I understood, you know, why people were so like, oh, my God, you know, how why did Seth do this? Um, if if there was a betrayal and I know it's a it's a you know, it's a storyline that's played over and over again. But if you give it time. And if somebody betrayed Kofi, that would be something I'd be like, yeah, I mean, I've followed the New Day for a while now. Um, it would be it would shock me. And, and I could see that would be a great, a great story. Um, I would like to see them keep the championships on, on the guys that they and the girls that they have right now for a little bit. Let them have some nice long reigns. Um, it just, you know, just. Stick with the people you want to stick with. Pick a story. I guess you got to start with pick a story and then go with it. Um, I, I would love to see AJ and, and Gallows and Anderson get back together. But I, you know, I don't think they're ever going to do that. Um, 
I would love to see them, you know, do something with the tag team division. I, I think just pair it down to one championship would be great. I, I just don't understand the SmackDown division, tag team division at this point. It just seems very weak. And then I was reading that there's, they have a bunch of tag teams that aren't tag teams coming on tonight. And they're, I don't know if they're even just picking a tag team champion tonight or they're going to have some sort of tight, a match or something like that. Um, so I feel like they should pare down the, the tag team to just one division and just have them on both. If, if you're going to have this wild card, have them on both shows. Um, I, I, you know, it's, <laughs> I honestly haven't even thought about it because it's just, I, I feel like they're not going to do anything and it's going to be a week to week, you know, reset. Like we talked at the beginning, it's just, gonna, so I, I don't have faith in them right now. Um, but I guess that's, I guess that's what I would want. I just, just start building some stories and go with it. Even if, even if I don't agree with it, you know, I'm, I, I don't think of every solution or, uh, to whatever they're, they're coming up with. Um, but surprise me, you know, give me something that I wouldn't have thought of. Yeah. I think something that we're forgetting about as well is I think there's probably, I would say pressure. Well, I think there probably is pressure from the likes of the USA network and there's Fox be. because yeah. I mean, you know, the USA networks tank and you know, whoever's in charge, the executives look at, you know, they look at the fact that Roman Reigns, someone that has been, you know, pimped as one of their big guys, all of a sudden gets moved to SmackDown and show they're losing in four or five months time, or whatever it is. And that causes great issues, right? That they're like, right. why, why have you done that? So that's why, you know, this is another reason for that. When you get two companies that want to pay you a billion dollars for your product, it's difficult to then go back and say, no, you know, they, that's, they want to have the stars on their show to ensure they haven't wasted their investment. And that's something that is now going to come into play as well. And I don't know how that affects things. How that, I mean, that's, I can't remember the last time we had Raw and SmackDown on different networks. In fact, I don't think we've ever had it in the same way that it is now where SmackDown needs to be pitched as a bigger show as Raw. Because, you know, nine right. times out of ten, Raw has always been the A show. But that is the other reason that this has happened. Like everybody wants, you know, the, the, top, well, the top guys. Well, now that you say that, I, I wonder if that's the reason why they have this wild card thing. Um, because maybe they are getting pressure from USA going, why did you move, Ro-? you know, we understand why you're moving Roman to SmackDown, but no, no, we want him over here. And you know that uh, I would think that USA and, and, and Fox are like, these are the, the guys and girls we want. And so... <laughs> You just got to get rid of the brand split, I guess. At this point, I mean, uh, I I would imagine they're getting a ton of pressure from from both networks. And the I fans. would have to think, uh, yeah, well, definitely the fans. But do you do you think Vince cares? I wonder if Vince cares what the fans really think. I really do. I really do. Well, talk to me about that. What did you think of Vince McMahon's performance on Raw last night? Because as I've now found out over the last hour or so, people are now you know laying into in, into Vince McMahon as well. I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. I, no, you know what? What Kofi said, I can't. I'm not going to be able to repeat it verbatim. But the way when Kofi said that, oh, this is what you came up with. This, this is what you thought when you came out here. That that was my opinion of Vince Vince's performance. It's like, you know, you, this is ex- Kofi's reaction is is what I feel Vince is doing in the background. It's just like you have no idea what you're doing. You know, you come out here in, in a storyline 
as you know, in your character going, you know, this is going to be one of the biggest Raws ever. And then, and then you go, Oh, you know what? The wild card. I'm so glad I just came up with this. And it's like, yeah, that's great. Maybe you should probably plan these things ahead of time, you know, like way ahead of time. <laughs> you know, let's, I don't know. <laughs> let's not, let's not forget either is that we haven't, we, 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 apart from that women's uh, money and the uh, women's skit and the ricochet rude match, there was not one, like not one mention of money in the bank or pay per view they're meant to be promoting in two weeks' time. In two like, weeks' time, I know that yeah. completely, completely fell by the wayside, and I think that's the other issue too, is that again everything just feels so slapdash at the moment. There is no playing, and that's yep. because they are, as we've already said, they're just changing things constantly because they don't know what to do, and I yep. think that's, I think that's. A scary in many ways. Well, it is I, I, I don't think we've ever seen WWE in this kind of situation where they're kind of backed into the corner. They're throwing as many fists as they can. But like we said, nothing lands. Everything misses. Yeah. And that's why, again, they need to just calm down. Everyone just needs right. to calm down and let's yes. come up with a plan. And let's stick to the plan because it's going to take a few months regardless. There's no way you could just bounce back from this. Yeah, no, it's funny you say that. I work in a kitchen. And so, you know, if if I get worked up, that, that's when things go wrong. And I had, uh, the other day I had to go into work and, and I had to run, the, not run the kitchen, but run the broiler by myself for the first time. And my one of my bosses on a box had wrote to me, Craig, don't panic. And I, you know, and I didn't. And everything went well. And like you said, I, I yeah, WWE is panicking and nothing is going well. <laughs> at all that's what it seems it's going to be interesting and I, and yes the, and, and, and in a month's time we've got a saudi arabia show as well which okay yeah. well, exactly yeah, yeah. No, nobody wants that right i mean it's literally no. the last thing anybody wants because they are they're difficult shows to watch anyway and obviously right. some people won't watch them at all because they do push your moral button and as we've said again on this show before when you're watching oh. entertainment you don't want your politics and morality to come into question no and i no god i i barely i never want to talk politics uh, the only people i ever want to talk politics are with certain family members i don't want to be thinking about political or, or or like you said moral stuff when i'm being entertained you know whether it's wrestling or football or, or baseball or whatever or movies so yeah i don't even watch those and um that's just for me uh so i pretend they don't even happen because wwe doesn't seem they don't seem to care other than the the shane mcmahon being the best in the world um <laughs> nothing ever seems to come out of it um but hey look at uh, mcmahon got something out of that story uh one of those shows uh but it's just yeah how do you not promote money in the bank how do you not you know i i, I don't know man it's it's well interestingly apparently money in the bank ticket wise is sold very well so i don't know whether they think okay well we've done that now so we can just you know move it to one side which is probably true because but true but but wouldn't you want to like okay so if it's sold out that's great but keep keep the entry going because now um, you know I'm I'm gonna watch it and then you 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 keep creating these storylines you keep creating this intrigue you promote it you get me excited it's gonna give me some some positive energy for it that I'm gonna keep you know I'm gonna be really looking forward to what happens next after that and when when you don't when you for me when you don't promote your shows or you barely, you know, do any anything to storyline to get into the next it's the pay-per-view. I I lose energy. 
I lose interest. Not a, I don't lose interest because I'm gonna watch, but I lose <laughs> I lose excitement. I'm, I lose it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm gonna do it anyways. But um, I I lose excitement for it, and then so then if you know I'm not as excited for the next night on Raw, the next SmackDown. It's just so keep it keep it going if. If if it's sold out, and which I'm sure it has, I'm sure they usually do. Um, but again, that's the it, it seems to be that's their model of business. So it's 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 not my business; it's Vince's. And you know, he's obvi- he clearly has been successful. So um, and he can do with it as he will. Um, but as a fan, I can do it. I will exactly. And, yeah, exactly. And I. I can turn it off like I did last night or, you know, if, if something else comes along, I'll watch it. So I think that you know, you, you've hit the nail on the head there uh, for me anyway, is that the, that is, it's, a, it's a two way street, which is why I, as I, I'm a bit like flabbergasted today because I can't believe how mad people are about it. It's kind of taken me by surprise. And also I think that kind of sums it up from a fan's point of view as well. This is me playing devil's advocate a little bit. But mm-hmm. everybody was so astounded by how crap it was last week, and yet they're still surprised it happened again. What did you think? What what right. what did you think had changed in seven days? So I do. I look. Don't get me wrong. It's ninety eight point eight percent on WWE, but at some point, as a fan, you have as to. As a fan, you have to yes. accept that the product is bad. <laughs> like, do you know right. what I mean? I, I know that sounds weird because I don't. I don't. I, I always try and spin things in a positive way. I guess my point is. I, I, this, I'm not trying to. This, I'm not. I'm crapping on a specific type of fan. I'm not crapping on. All, I'm not crapping on any fan, but I'm, I'm referencing a certain type of fan. It just baffles me when somebody who said last week, "I can't believe how show, bad the show was," we get to next week, "I can't believe how bad the show was." It's a bad show. That's it's it. A it's bad a bad show. show. So, it's, yeah, and I mean, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe that type of fan is they're, they're hoping and praying that hey, maybe next week it's going to be it. But you know. <laughs> you can only bang your head in the wall so many times. And at some point for me, I've banged my head into that wall so many times. So I, all I can do is, you know, I can get frustrated a little and then just go, you know what? This is, they have a track record of this. Um, this is what they do. I'm going to go do something else. It's, it's, I, I have loads of other things I can do. <laughs> and, and, you know, if, if I, if, if I know that, a raw smackdown is really atrocious i'll just read about it i'll watch your ups and downs i'll watch you know i'll talk to friends about it and i don't have to watch it you know no you but don't. that's just for me that's uh, just for me no i but i i the, the thing i i uh i, I can you know I, I get that because i'm I, i'm the same and i guess that's yep. why i'm just having one of those days where I'm like, i don't understand what's happened to the world because you know uh, i i i always watch wrestling and go yeah, it's just wrestling that's okay, right. but then now because my opinion hasn't you know marred up with other people and people are getting really annoyed, like really really annoyed. I think I'm still surprised by it. It's like, dude, you can still hate the show, man. Like, yeah. you, can, you can still hate the show. It's cool. I didn't like the show very much, but you know when I went through the segment, my segment, I was like, well, I'm not going to rag on that because it was okay. But overall, yeah, bad. Show. Anyway, we're going off piece. And the other thing I did want to I did want to bring up because I think this ties into the AEW situation, which I always like to talk to people about, is there's a rumor going around at the moment that apparently WWE offered to double Rhino's salary, but his whole thing would be he would just be sitting at home. And I find, okay, so I find that amazing. I, that okay, so I read that last week, and but they didn't say who it was. And I was talking to a friend at work about it, and we we're trying to figure out we were trying to figure out which wrestler it was. 
And we were both just like, wow, like that is insane that they would do something like that. To me, that's just insane. Again, it reeks of, of desperation of, of, yeah, what are you doing? Like, just let the guy go. Like, you can't hold all your toys. At some point, you got to let them go. Especially because, um, again, you're focusing all your energy on the wrong place. You could take that money and maybe right. uh, buy, buy is the wrong word, hire a, a young up and coming, you know, guy or girl, or I, yeah. I, I don't know, or, or spend it on money for on pyrotechnics. Somebody... I don't know, like something that would right. make the show more <laughs> more entertaining. Than what, other than well, we don't. Also, I love Rhino. I really do. I've been I've been a fan of his since ECW. But in this day yeah. and age. Rhino isn't going to go anywhere and make a huge splash because nobody in his position would. That's just the nature of any industry. You go up and then hilariously you come down, right? That's what happens. And Rhino is coming to the twilight of his career, much like Goldust was. And again, yep. we were told that Vince Man wasn't going to release him. Goldust, of course, will make an impact in AEW. But after a while, he'll just be yeah. a good legend they've got around. And that's not a knock on him. That's because the world moves on. And unfortunately, it happens to us all. So trying to... You know, hold Rhino down. Again, it goes back to what we were saying. It focuses on the wrong areas. You know, it right. focuses on the bits that they that, that there's other there's other more important pressing tasks that are being ignored because they're worried about stuff like that. Right. And so, like you said, yeah, take that money, put it into Pyro. That'd be great. It'd be fun. Or or take it and hire some writers or somebody who can watch over the writers and go, no, all right, we did this storyline last week. We need to continue it. Like somebody who can reread, which uh, supposedly uh, Vince has final say and everything. So <laughs> I guess you couldn't hire anybody to do that. But yeah, just put that money somewhere else. Well, it just seems like a total, it seems like that reeks of, of we have way too much money, that we, disposable money. And we're just going to throw it at something that is really not going to affect us in any way if we let this guy walk. Yeah, I, I, or, if, or if you let him stay. I mean, it's just a waste <laughs> of money. But it is. I, I don't understand what they're worried about there. Like, I, 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 I really, I really, 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 really don't. That, that is the one thing where the, those kind of decisions more to me uh, make me more worried as a fan than what they're doing on TV. Oh, definitely. Yeah, because I'm oh. like, you're not, look, what are you doing? Like, same with the revival, right? Those, I know that happened on TV, but it's more of a way they're, they're, they're treating their talent. It's like, right. take whatever time and resources you're spending on that and shift it across to anything else that you think may make right. it. What's gonna, it should be simple. You should have a book, and at the top of the book, it should say, what will make Raw better? Write a right. bunch of lists, long-term storytelling, uh, yep. pushing stars over the brand and understanding WWE is not the name and you need people that kind of you know sit above like The Rock and Steve Austin and Hulk Hogan and John Cena. And, you know, yeah. and, about, and get rid of 50-50 booking and promos that aren't scripted and start investing in that as opposed to we can't let anybody leave because if they turn up in AEW, it may look bad on us. Who cares? You're WWE. You've already won. You've won. Right. You're, you're a billion-dollar right. company, right? Right. But if you keep doing this, you, you, your empire is going to crumble at some point. Empires do. And um, I, it's just it, – you know, Simon – my 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 reaction more than more than being like excited with WWE is like, wow, what are you doing? Yeah, and that should not be my reaction to them. No, I, it I shouldn't be. I think uh, you know, it shouldn't. As a fan, you should even be. You shouldn't even be that far invested. I know that's the wrong word. You shouldn't know as much as you do, but that's why wrestling right. is crazy. That's why yeah. wrestling is completely different to any other kind of sport or soap opera or whatever. We know too much. Like we we we, we what, just what, do. 
Well, I mean, for me, because I, I, um, I don't watch much TV. <laughs> so sitting down, investing five hours in TV is something I'm never going to do. Um, so a lot of, a lot of my entertainment does come into reading the dirt sheets or the news and all that oh, stuff. Oh, dude, I, me I, too, man. I, I mean, I, I built my I, whole career I, around it. Yeah, it's I, I I do find the uh, the the inner goings uh, on uh, very entertaining. Um, I've I've been that way with a lot of things, um, but so I mean, so yeah, I guess it's that's why I know you know these things. I mean, they're out there anyways. Anybody can and can find them. But I I shouldn't be more entertained as to you know the 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 inner workings. I should I sh- that should not be entertaining me more than the product on TV the bottom line right i mean <laughs> i i should be i should be more entertained as to what's going on 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 their shows not what's going you know rumors and stuff like that but that's not the case right now for me no it's not the more interesting thing is who's going where what's aw right. gonna do uh yeah you know who wants to leave wwe this week it's yeah. it's a it's a fascinating. It, it really is WWE in 2019 or May 2019. Let's let's call it rubber stamp it. Is yeah. is it, it, is crazy. It's genuinely crazy. I don't even know what we're what we're fans of anymore. Like yeah. you know, it's it's it, it, it's bizarre. And I think I think I meant to say this earlier, and I forgot. I really think maybe you know, getting two one billion dollar contracts were not beneficial because it gave them too much leeway. It gave them too big of a net to fall into. And right. now I think we are we are struggling to get the fear factor back. And I think you know when you know WWE last time when they smashed it out of the park was when WCW was breathing down their necks. Whereas now they you know they, 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 no matter what they could do you know a rating of ten until two thousand twenty four mm-hmm. and legally they're going to get that money you know unless somebody right. wants to really fight them on a, on a court case they'd probably lose. And that must it's like you know when a, you know you always hear about rappers where they say oh so and so has fallen off because they've lost that hunger. And maybe WWE's lost the hunger at the moment, and maybe they need something to, to scare them back into it. That, that's what it looks like to me. Um, but they're, they're not going to change until, to me, they're not going to change until there, there's some competition. And, you know, even if AEW hits it out of the park, like you said, I mean, they... WWE has nothing to worry about for a while. The only thing I could think that would scare them is if Fox decide whatever channel I would that SmackDown's going to be on the Fox network. For my understanding, if Fox goes, we're going to put you on FS1 because these ratings are horrible. Which I'm pretty sure they could if they wanted to. I mean, I'm sure there would be a, some yelling back and forth. But if Fox does that, you know, that would be devastating. Oh, I, I, we talked about the PR perception, right? And that's yeah. what WWE... If WWE don't have to be worried about cash, absolutely be worried about being knocked to FS1 because from a perception point of view, that looks terrible. Oh, it's horrible. You know, that, that, it's... You know and you're no better than I. I mean, I only know about FS1. I knew what FSM, FS1 was from the UFC stuff, but I know about yep. it more now that you know I listen to Observer and all those things and I learn about the channels. But I'm sure as a guy that lives in America, you know that Fox is brilliant, but FS1's like, oh man, what do we do to you know perk FS1 up, right? Well, yeah, I mean, all it is is it's their sports network. So, I mean, and it, it's it's you know, I, I don't know what the ratings are, but I mean, they you know, it's 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 just their sports network. But they they also have an FS two. So, all right, I mean, well, what's on that? It's 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 sports as well. So, but that's like their 
they're lower tier, you know, and not every, not every house, not every cable system has it, or not every household can get it. So, you know, over here, a lot of, you know, you, everybody has pox and then not, you know, a smaller, you know, uh, a smaller percentage has FS1 and then a really smaller percentage has FS2. So, um, you know, I guess, uh, the best way to describe it for, for, you know, English Premier League is they're the lower tier, you know, <laughs> if Fox is the, is the Premier League, then FS1 is what is the Champions League or champion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. yeah. And then FS2 is the tier below that. Um, and you're not going to, even if, even if you're hitting it out of the park, you're not going to get that many viewers because there's not that many people that have that channel. And so Fox, I would think that they would shift SmackDown wherever. If if they're only going to get a two rating, I can't imagine they're going to want that on Fox, on their major network, on a Friday night. It's going to be so interesting, man, isn't it? It's, it's going to be very interesting. And I, I think, I think that, you know, the way that you were, the way you delivered that as well goes to show why all this is happening. You know, if you're saying that as a fan, who doesn't? You, know, you don't have to care about the ratings, man. Who cares? Right. Like, who cares right. about the ratings? But if you're thinking, man, they do not want that to happen. Imagine what WWE is going through uh, right I now. Ho- I would hope so. Which is but... why we're getting panic booking, though. The, the last night's yeah. show, 100, percent was a big panic. Oh my days, what are we going to do? There's no two ways about yeah. it. It was, it was. Yeah. And I, I know I look, I look for the best in things. I tried to be positive. I now realize maybe that wasn't the best thing in the world. But actually, no. You know what? Now I've thought about it. I stand no. by it. I stand by it. Like there was so things that it wasn't terrible um i mean the show was overall bad but there were again you know down the lens promos a couple of matches that were fine i also let's be honest i don't like shitting on things just for the sake of shitting on it like i could have said oh the robert rude versus ricochet match was bad because but it was fine they're human beings yeah. and i get people don't really like that they want but there's enough negative on the internet as it is i don't want to there's enough negativity in the world and and i always say to friends of mine it's it's harder to be positive it's it's easier to be negative exactly and I'd rat- I'd rather be positive, even if, if something's bad, I, you know, I'm going to try to spin it in, in a way that, you know, Hey, well, at least it's not this, (laughs) you know, um, you know, and like we've said at the end of the day, it's, it's just a form of entertainment for me. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to get super negative. I'll get critical. Sure. But I'll do that with my friends and, you know, that's just, you know, some fun talk, but, uh, I'm not going to let it consume me. It's it's that's definitely not worth it. Exactly, man. <laughs> uh, well, dude, you you are the right person I need to chat to you today because uh, yeah, the, the internet is, uh, is is not pleased with me. Although hilariously, I got a tweet all of twelve seconds ago that's now having a go at me for giving it too many downs. You cannot, <laughs> you cannot win, Craig. You can't you, 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 win. You can't control people, places, and things, and you definitely can't control what people are going to think. So Hilarious. you know. Like I said, it's the reason why I got into it, and and, uh, you've been a huge positive effect on my life. Uh, So whatever whatever keeps you going, man, just keep doing it. Thank you, dude. I appreciate that. Let's end on a high. Let's end on a high. Let's go with the most generic question ever, because it's always fun. Who's your favorite wrestler ever, man? Who's the person you look back on, puts a smile on your face? Oh, Bret Hart. Yes, dude. That's what I knew you were going to say. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Damn right. Tell me why, even though I know. Uh, it's, I, I love the Hart Foundation. They were, they were at WrestleMania three. They got me. And then Brett's just such a great wrestler. Yep. He, he just was such a great wrestler. Um, you could just see it. I, you know, I don't know much about wrestling other than what I watch and I could just tell, you know, this guy is great. And then, you know, his, his he could make anybody look 
great and even even great guys look you know even better um his rivalry with with uh with with michaels uh i hated michaels but that that was the great thing about it it remind you know it reminds me of a great you know, sporting rivalry i i i should hate the guy that i don't want to win and i should love you know my team my my wrestler and um he would he could just bring out the uh the characters the, his character out there i don't know his his technical prowess and and he was just awesome he, he was, was just, just yeah, and, and the one thing I've kind of noticed now going back that you, you get different appreciation as you grow up. He, I, I honestly think this too. Out of everybody I ever saw wrestle, and I am biased because he was my favorite, but out of everybody sure. I ever saw wrestle, no one made me believe in what they were doing more. Not necessarily, oh, like, yeah. you know, I believed every little thing that he did. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it was, it, you know, and, 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 and all these wrestlers, it's their livelihood. Yeah, you know it, you, you, you do it. Um, but like it just he he just he just just it just oozed out of him. It's just like this guy just he's just work. He's doing his job, and boy does he do it really well. Yeah, it just shows. It does. It just shows. It, it really, really does. And it, I, I, he felt unique to me. Now he felt unique at the time, but now someone says compare someone to Bret Hart. There are you know, I, you know, people like Ric Flair, incomparable. Bret Hart, incomparable. The Undertaker, incomparable. And there's yeah, the, and there's, you, you you can't. I mean, uh, for me, I can't. I mean. Uh, all the wrestlers in the past, uh, I loved them in the past, and 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 even the wrestlers when I I wasn't watching for a period there, I've gone back and watched them. I just don't like to compare because you know what's the point? Everybody to me is unique. Um, you know, I have my wrestlers now, and I have you know the wrestlers in the past, and and I'll, if I'm going to list them, I'll just list them on a piece of paper, and I can look back at fond memories with them and and be excited for the ones that are going now. Hell yeah, dude. And that is, we hit the hour mark just as you said that. I like it. Oh, perfect. That puts a smile <laughs> on my face. Well, look, Craig, thank you so much. That was an awesome chat for one and two. Uh, without, without getting into the nitty gritty, thank you so much for all your kind words that uh, you've said to me as we were arranging this. It means a lot to me. Yeah, man. And like I said, uh, you've helped a lot. And uh, this has been an honor and a pleasure. Uh, you put a big smile on my face uh, uh, talking to you. This has it, been awesome. It did. Oh, man. Is there anything else you want to throw out there? You don't have to, but I always like to give people a chance at the end to promote or say something should they so wish. Uh, no, I, I, I'm not a self-promoter or anything. Uh, just, um, yeah, it's... It's it's gonna be a good day, and I hope everybody has a wonderful day. Love it, That's dude. All. Lo- love it, man. I love this. Oh, dude, we needed this chat today. You've helped me just as much as I may have helped you. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. That's great. <laughs> right, if you haven't ever did the podcast before, please do subscribe and do all of that. Also on YouTube at youtube.com. Forward slash the middle report rules. I should have mentioned this earlier. I didn't, but we'll have another one before. I have a brand new cop podcast as well called Why with Simon Miller. It goes live every Thursday. At the moment, you can get it on everything, including Spotify, other than Google uh, Podcasts. But I'm trying to sort that. I will, and I'll let you know when. <laughs> it's done and that's about it that's about it craig thank you again so much for your time thanks a lot Simon. i appreciate it no worries anyone still getting mad at raw it's just raw you'll be over it tomorrow because you'll be mad at smackdown instead uh, (laughs) 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 we'll be be, uh back on wednesday at 2 p.m uh no 1 p.m bst where we do the live show on youtube make sure you subscribe the miller report rules just say or simon miller either you can search for that on youtube and i'll talk to you all again very soon